Welcome to the brand new, rebranded, Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We are a virtual women's ministry working in tandem with the ministries of Love We're Finding, and we are here to encourage you to laugh without fear of the future. Our purpose is the same, but we have flipped the script on our name. Our title is now Ordinary Women, Extraordinary God. We are women living courageously, pursuing a relationship with an awesome God. I'm your host, Melanie Red, and we are so glad that you've joined us today. So let's begin. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like today people are filled with fear. There's a foreboding and a sense of dread about where the future might take us. We fear losing our health, our wealth, our freedoms, our jobs, and even our loved ones. Honestly, a lot of people are full of fear. I know there are times where I feel afraid, and maybe you've experienced that as well. But the Bible tells us, don't be afraid, don't worry, don't fear. You read verses like Psalm 91.5, it says, you shall not be afraid. But it's kind of foolish to tell people there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That quote came during the Great Depression. President Roosevelt shared it, and it was a really good line. However, there are some things we should be afraid of, like hurricanes and earthquakes and tornadoes and certain snakes and spiders. (laughs) I believe God gives us natural fears for our own self-preservation and self-protection. Also, there's a kind of fear that's called the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1-7 puts it this way, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To fear the Lord is not to be scared of God or to cringe at the thought of Him. Instead, according to Pastor Adrian Rogers, the fear of the Lord is just love on its knees, and the one who fears God the most loves God the best. So there are rational, healthy fears, and there is also the fear of the Lord, which is a healthy respect and an admiration for the great honor of our holy God. But there is one more type of fear that's mentioned in the Bible, and it's not a good thing. It's called the spirit of fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 mentions this term. It says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. This is an unproductive and unhealthy fear. It debilitates and destroys us. According to Psalm 91, This is the kind of fear God wants us to get rid of. Psalm 91 teaches us that no matter how dark the hour may be, we can say with confidence, I will not be afraid. I won't live in fear. I won't spend my days full of a spirit of fear. Now, we're going to talk for a few minutes about how to overcome the spirit of fear in your life today. But before we do, I've got something good to share with you. Our friends at Love Our Finding are the ones that make this podcast possible And Love We're Finding is supported by generous gifts from people who are blessed by our ministry. And this month, we're offering a Future for the Family Bible Study. Despite Satan's assault on the family, rising divorce rates, and confusion about what marriage is, God's perfect plan transcends time and culture. You can study in this study His biblical design and discover a hope and a future for your marriage and your family. And this family Bible study is available to you for a gift of any amount. So I'll put the link in the show notes, and I encourage you to go over there and check it out. Now, let's go back and think about how we can overcome the spirit of fear in our lives. I've got three suggestions for you today. They're simple. They're straight from Scripture. And I believe if you'll consider and start doing these three things, God will give you a peace in place of that spirit of fear. Here's the first one. If you want to live without a spirit of fear, you need to discover the secret place. Maybe you know the verse in Psalm 91, verse 1, that says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In the message version, this verse reads like this, 
you who sit down in God's presence and spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Think about this. When you were a child, did you have a special hiding place? A secret place, a getaway, or a refuge where you could hide or feel safe? Now, for us, we had a tree house, but it wasn't in a tree. It was actually a house. My dad was a builder, and he built it on stilts in our backyard. And he actually put a trap door where you could run up a ladder, go through the trap door, get in the house, shut the trap door, stand on it, and no one could get in and bother you. And I will tell you, there were some bullies in our neighborhood. And when we were afraid or when we were scared or when we were having a fight with somebody, we could run to the treehouse as our safe place. I want to tell you, God is our safe place from bullies and anything or anyone else who scares us. Have you discovered the secret place of your God, the safe place of your God? That's where we can go. So the first thing is discover the secret place. And here's the second thing. If you want to live free from fear, that spirit of fear, you must enjoy the sacred place. Now, the sacred place is mentioned also in Psalm 91, and it's in verse 1. And really, the secret place is the sacred place. As a child, you're coming into the presence of Almighty God, and that is the sacred place. Because of Jesus, you and I can go there every day and abide in the sacred, secret place. Now, how can we go to God as our refuge? What does that really look like? Because it sounds really good. I mean, we read it and we say, well, that sounds really good. Psalm 1611 says this, in his presence is fullness of joy. So here's how it works. When you and I spend time in God's presence, we are changed. Our entire beings are changed. The spirit of fear is replaced by a spirit of calm and peace and joy. If you're struggling with the spirit of fear today, I want to encourage you to get in God's presence and dwell in the shadow of the Almighty. Sit down in the high God's presence and your fears will flee. They will vanish. Now, I will tell you how I do it. For me, I actually have a walk-in closet with carpet. And I go in and I get alone. I close the door. I usually don't take my phone. I don't have my watch on. I don't have anything that will distract me. And I go and I get quiet in this quiet, secret, sacred place. For me, when I get quiet before the creator of the universe and allow his peace to wash over me, I calm down. Whatever that spirit of fear has become, it flees when I get in God's presence. Now, listen, you don't have to go in a closet to pray. (laughs) You just need to get somewhere where you're not distracted by anyone or anything else. It can be the shower. It could be your car. It could be anywhere where you can get alone for a few minutes, direct your attention to heaven, maybe raise your hands, maybe just get quiet, and you tell God, I have a spirit of fear about whatever it is, and just say, would you replace that spirit of fear with your peace? I dare you to try this. So first we recognize there's a secret place. Then we go into that secret, sacred place. And the third way we discover freedom for fear is we rest in the safest place. Psalm 91.2 puts it this way. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Everything else in the world is going to come apart, but you will be safe in God's presence. You can trust him. God's promise of freedom from fear doesn't mean that you and I will never face death or disease or pain or that nothing bad will happen to us. It will. But God says this. He says nothing, absolutely nothing can come into your life unless he allows it, and he will work it together for his glory and for your good. You probably know the verse, Romans eight twenty eight. 
It reminds us of this truth. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. So let me just review these again in case you're really dealing with that spirit of fear. First, to overcome the spirit of fear in our lives, we must discover the secret place. This is the place where we press in close to God. He is our fort, our place we can run, close the trap door, and feel safe. Second, to overcome the spirit of fear in our lives, we learn to enjoy the sacred place. In other words, we start to spend time alone with God every single day, even if it's just for a few minutes. And third, to overcome fear, we learn to rest in the safest place. That is, we really start to trust that our God is who he says he is and that he can take care of us. Now, let's go back to the beginning. We said there's healthy and rational fears that protect us, like being afraid of snakes or spiders or storms. We also said there's a fear of God, which is a healthy respect and a love for Almighty God. But then there's this spirit of fear. Are you struggling with that one today? If so, why not press in a little closer to Jesus today? I was thinking about a song that I learned as a child. It's called Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Do you remember this one? Here's just one verse from the song. It says this, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. My prayer for you and for me is that this year we will spend more time with our eyes turned to Jesus, our eyes on Jesus, because He is our ultimate place for peace. Now listen, before we go, I want to refer you to a wonderful resource on the Love We're Finding website. I was looking for some things I could share with you, and I found that there's an entire page dedicated to dealing with fear and anxiety and stress. So just so you know, I I think that's probably good news because that means lots of people struggle, and there are a lot of great resources, and you're not alone. It's not odd or strange if you struggle with fear. All of us have times where we feel afraid. And I want to tell you on this page, there are some wonderful sermons and devotions and other resources that may encourage you. So I'll put the link in the show notes. And I want to encourage you, go over and get you some of these great resources, especially if you're struggling with the spirit of fear. As we close, could I ask a huge favor? We need some 2023 star ratings and podcast reviews. Could you take a minute, hit the three dots and drop a little review? We're thinking you may could leave a review this year, even if you left one last year. So let me know. Also, would you share this message with someone you know is dealing with the spirit of fear? Someone you think would really benefit from listening. Honestly, you sharing is the way more people find out about this podcast. So thank you in advance for your shares, your stars, your views, your prayers, your encouragement. We are so blessed by you. And remember today as we go, we are ordinary women pursuing an extraordinary God who loves us greatly. And in Him, We can face the future without fear.